Hey guys, I'm Casey. I'm Heidi. Together we're the, the Blonde Jokes. And you're listening to Wow. wow. It's the news, news program, program for, for women, women, by women, women just to women, women, on women. We're getting it right. We are. We did the whole thing together that we time. We did. Man, we're getting good at this. Well, guys, it's our one year anniversary. <laughs> Yay! Happy it's, anniversary. It's not our one year podcast anniversary. We should clarify that. Yeah. It's our one year anniversary of being a group. Yes, of blonde of the blonde Of the, the blonde, blonde jokes. jokes. So a year ago today basically we sat down and we said we would like to take control of the the comedy that we're doing that's right the comedy (laughs) we're doing and the comedy that's being created yep so we decided to make our own space that's right and our goal was to get to a year and reevaluate we did it (laughs) here we are what you think casey (laughs) How are we doing? I actually think we're doing great. I think we're doing great, too. So, we're going to keep going, if that's okay with yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Swipe left. What's that? Right. Swipe right. Wait, isn't that like a Tinder thing? I don't know. I did you ever do Tinder? I did not. I didn't do Tinder either. I've never done any online. Ah, uh, I haven't. It wasn't a good... I'm that's what I hear. That's why I never did it. No. Actually, I know a lot of people that got married and stuff from it. online dating. Yeah, it didn't hmm. work so good for me. Yeah, I guess I know some people who got together from like Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. The um that uh, we talked about that last time that I I was I did a commercial for match.com even though oh, yeah. I had some pretty horrific experiences. Um but that's okay. That's okay. The horrific experiences came from people and not the platform. Oh. So great. Distinct so sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh. Sponsored by Match.com. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hey, match it. Match yourself. Um, yeah. So, Super. Well, happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Get this you some fun. flowers. Yeah. I should have brought you roses. Uh, um, well, guys, this past weekend, um, we went to a really fun conference. Yes, we did. It was awesome. It's called the AT&T Shape Conference. Shape. And it's... It was about media, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was great. We were very fortunate to get an invitation to go. Um, But I think like half of the world also got that invitation. It was very full. And there were a lot of kids and we didn't know why. But I feel like realizing why there were so many kids there what kind of made our day because it was they were like girls who code and girls that are interested in stem science and stuff yeah so that was really great so we were extra happy to be a part of such a such a great event and super great speakers yeah so actually a lot of the speakers were really cool women um niecy nash um um, 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 gina Gina Davis. davis Sherry um, Shepard. Maya Bialik. Yes. And Elizabeth Banks. And Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And Laverne Cox. And Laverne Cox. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. And then we also um, sat through a very interesting... That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> interesting um, talk about the future of entertainment, um, which involves... Uh, well, what would Virtual you call Virtual reality. Virtual reality, yeah. Like, cool cool like like you could go into a basketball arena and you're it's it's like there's all of this um 
what would you call them? Like, how would you explain that? Like uh, you're holograms? watching, yeah, I guess hologram type reality. things around you, where but, yeah, where you're, it's like it's the fake stuff, but full experience, or you could but the sit full experience in your neighborhood and have an NBA game playing, yeah, or you could, street. yeah, or you could, they could set something up and then you could be playing um, esports, but yeah. like in. Real life, life yeah. So it was really cool. But we also learned from that presentation because they had some really awesome detailed images. We learned that in that world there are no women (laughs) and no um, people of color. No people of color. (laughs) I almost said no white people, and I was like, oh wait, no, no, no. there were only only white. It was so interesting to see. Because we were listening to this really, I mean, it was a really cool presentation by yeah. probably like the lead lead guy, super smart in the space. Yeah, and you know, they were I guess you call them I would call them storyboards, but that's yeah. not the right term for it. It was artwork. Yeah, it was artwork. Artwork that shows proof like of, well, proof of concept ish. So yeah. they had a bunch of slides showing us like, oh, this is how cool the world is gonna be, and don't invest in making movies because that's all going to change and the future is going to be completely different. And it was slide after slide after slide. And halfway through the slides, I was like, Heidi, there's no women in these, in these images. And there would be like 15 people in the photo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, it was a drawing. So that is a drawing to me. That's worse than a photo because you chose the people that showed up. Yeah. Well, it was very clear. It wasn't a marketing. Yeah. Um, team that put them together it was oh. the people who originally came up with the idea it was all young white males mm-hmm. playing with these games which is like and in the games populating yeah and the pl- and the characters yeah. in the games were all male yeah. and I was like that is so mm-hmm. crazy that you're not a, you're not including like you're not even thinking about the fact that you're not including women <laughs> Yeah. Or people of color in the quote unquote future. Right. And they had and listen, I don't think they did it intentionally. Heck no. Of no course way. not. They wouldn't be like, oh my gosh. But they're just like, oh, boys like to play video games and right. subconsciously I'm that, a boy. Yeah. And subconsciously that's what I'm gonna draw. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I went to their social media page and I started taking screenshots and circling how many Mm-hmm. How many girls there were in, on their Instagram? There were two and a half girls, mm-hmm. half because it, one of was half of her face. There was one, an extra one hiding out there. There were three and three, a half. Three and a half, mm-hmm. okay. And over 20 male, male and, men and in the imagery that right. was on their social page. My favorite, though, was they, they did have one person of color. Uh-huh. But the slide was set in Korea, and there was one person of Asian descent drawn in that slide, in a slide packed with people playing this game. Right. And the slide is set in Korea. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, also in Korea, there's not going to be any Korean people. Or women. (laughs) Or women. That's the new world. But we were, we were, we were like 
on the edge of our seats and like ready for this observation because we had just come mm-hmm. from a talk with Gina Davis. <laughs> Literally, we were sitting, we were, it was because we were trying to keep our seats. Yeah. We sat through this to get to the next one. So the, the session before pretty much was Gina Davis yeah. talking about her institute yeah. where they conduct research about female representation on screen. Yeah. And, and it was in conjunction with STEM mm-hmm. talking about the Scully effect, which, um, is the X-Files yes. and how Scully on the X-Files inspired, like they were kind of saying most yeah. <laughs> women that are working in the STEM. sciences, yeah. um, today they saw that character and they were like, Oh, I want to be like Scully. Yeah. Um, so it's the Scully effect and it had like a very very palpable impact on the actual science community mm-hmm. and she said the year that the hunger games came out and um brave came out there was this sudden huge spike in girls interest in archery point being we had just come from a very inspirational like talk and we were feeling great about being a woman and having representation on the screen and in the sciences like the sciences yeah and then we sat through that and we were like i hope gina's still here Mm -hmm. (laughs) because this is a problem anyways Mm -hmm. but then we talked we talked to no I'll we sure did, we sure did, oh, we sure did not talk to her definitely not there we, was a very there was a very intense security guard there intense is a good word yeah so we did not talk to but we heard from Elizabeth Banks and Laverne Cox really cool yeah I really enjoyed I you know I loved I loved that all the moderators were equally awesome yeah like Laverne Cox said some things that I was really, I just thought she, the, the thing that she said about, um, oh gosh, she's working on a new project, um, about the trans community and they're having a whole, a fully trans crew and they're training. Um, if, if someone doesn't have the skill, they're, they're asking someone who does, they're getting them to train a trans person so they can do that job and create more work for that community in the film industry. I I thought that was so smart because I think that is a problem. It's like, uh, especially, you know, with women in general, they were like, Oh great. We'll have, we'll have women directors now. And Mm -hmm. then they looked around and it was like crickets, crickets, crickets. Cause you hadn't trained anybody. No, I'm not anybody. Of course there's women who are directing, but at the level right. that had the, the the experience that, you know, most men do right. when they're directors. So but it was so smart yeah. that, like, if you don't, if you can't find a person who is a minority or who you want to have, you know, included right. in your crew, that if they don't have the skill set you hire somebody who does, but you also bring that person on to be trained right. or whatever by, by that person to yeah. pass to pay it forward. I, I, and here's the thing. 
sorry, this, this also circles us to a topic we wanted to talk about today. So I know when I was growing up, like people look at you and like, Oh, you want to be an actress? You want to be a singer? And not that those things are not awesome and valid and we should totally keep pushing because we need, we need strong women in front of the camera, but I am excited. I am so excited for movements like this that puts people behind the camera because they're the ones that control what we see. Yeah. yeah. I can stand there as long as I want, which is awesome. Please send all your work to me and Casey. <laughs> but there's the director's still the one telling me what to do. Yeah. And and getting the shot set. And if you if you're the eye, yeah. that's the eye that the world's looking at. There really is a noticeable difference. And I think it's intangible. I don't think you can define what it is but you know I speaking of Elizabeth Banks mm-hmm. she's her. she she was taught she was speaking um and the trailer hadn't come out for um Charlie's Angels yet so we listened to her speak and I was very interested in um what the experience was going to be like for watching Charlie's Angels because she wrote it directed it produced it and is in it and Laverne was like oh wow I've I've heard you direct I've heard you produce and of course we know you act but what caused you to write Mm, and she goes she goes well it's interesting we were working with some really great men yeah great ones great ones writing and we were working through it but the uh, the last straw was this um, scene where the girls were descending on some kind of air. No, they were. They did. So these guys had been assigned not to take. Those, oh, yeah. They had been assigned uh, this kind of scenario to write on, and so they wrote a great action piece. So they wrote all of that, all of that, and then they get in a car and they go to an airfield. An airfield. Okay, great. So they're at this airfield and the entire scene is Charlie's Angels trying to convince this pilot mm-hmm. to to fly this plane and get them out of there. And Elizabeth goes, um, guys, they're the Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. They can just fly the plane. Yeah. And she was like, is it really beyond the breadth of your understanding that they could fly, fly their the own plane. plane. Do you think James Bond mm-hmm. would not fly his own plane? These yes. are the Charlie's Angels guys. Yes. And I was we were all like laughing. It was it was great and she goes, "So I wrote it." Um and it was great. And she co- she co-wrote it. But yeah. yeah, but yes, but that's why she did it. Right. Because because there was that lack of like problem-solving ability to go, "No, no, like they can just do it." Which makes me think of Speaking of our anniversary yeah. and the first thing that we shot makes me think about when we were looking for directors. Oh yeah. And we wanted to we We were looking for DPs. It was DPs, sorry. I easily confused by this story. <laughs> um we were looking for DPs. We we really wanted I think Casey and I were both female, female, female. Yeah. But we were having a hard time finding female, female, female. And, um, so someone was suggested by our former, well, yeah, someone was suggested to us. Someone was suggested to us, um, who was a male, but it was our first one. So we were like, okay, well, if we can't find a female, 
And so we sent the material to this man. Um, and it's our first sketch, Blonde Jokes. It's like our, it's Blonde Jokes. It's about Blonde Jokes. And the guy came back and said he would, first he said, I'll only do it if, if I can direct. Didn't he say that? Yeah, he said, I'll only do it to, if I can direct and I have notes. And I have notes. And the notes came back and he was adding more effing blonde jokes. He, I'm sorry, I'll say that again without the F in there. And he was adding more blonde jokes. And friends... Thinking if, that the joke was because the jokes were funny. Exactly. <laughs> and friends, if you have seen that sketch you would see that there's a nice healthy dose of irony and sarcasm yeah. in it and the the whole point is that these blonde jokes are completely degrading and, and garbage garbage yeah. and this guy was like oh yeah i think we can get funnier jokes i'm like Dude, the point is that they're not funny. The point is that they're not funny. And also, you're a DP. I'm the director and the writer, like and the no. producer. Yes, you don't get to do that. You don't get to say have notes on the script. No, you idiot. Yeah, we're hiring you. Yeah. We don't need you to mansplain something we're producing that we wrote. Back off. <laughs> so we had a very mild reaction to that. And you know what? Unfortunately, that's not the first, the only time that happened. No, it hasn't. We've been mansplained so many times. Well, we were trying to get an intern. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we were trying Preach, to... Casey. We Preach. were trying to get an intern. And we put out an ad for female camera oh. ops. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I spit a little we on had, that laugh. We had, we had someone respond and, and throw his name in the hat and we were like okay you know that's fine we, maybe it, he identifies right, as, right he identifies or you know what we're not like we're not genderist or whatever no. like if somebody is talented then absolutely right, fine we just want to give opportunities if, if we can give we opportunities can. then we will um and the back and forth was just nauseating it was like this person clearly what, didn't read it first off. clearly didn't read the ad and then also was explaining to us oh, gosh. that he was going to require pay and did we mention he was a high school student and this was for an internship <laughs> I just, I, he was also telling us how cameras work as well he was also telling us how cameras work mm-hmm. which is Oh my gosh. So, uh, to assume that we're stupid, that we don't know how to, after (sighs) we put the ad out, my favorite line from his entire thing, from, well, one of his first message was, I have a so-and-so camera, which will be better quality than an iPhone. I'm like, oh, really? Thank you. Oh, really? You think? Oh my gosh. I, I'm so grateful he told us that, Casey. <laughs> wow, I sure didn't know that. I don't have eyes. I can't, I can't actually tell what's better. But here, okay. But, uh, it, uh, it, in, at, at the same time, uh-huh. I have worked with a lot of men who don't do that. Absolutely. And who, uh, and who so say. So have I. Great. Yes. Supportive and right. um, on And. I have worked, you know, I I worked with an editor recently who's 
awesome. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're the boss. You're, you know, because I am the boss. You are the boss. In this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. And he, if he had an idea, he pitched it, but he never made it feel like he was, he was teaching me how to do my job. And there is a difference. There's a big difference between collaborating and having a conversation about something, contributing in that way versus explain thinking that you need to explain to me when I haven't asked something and I'm in the position of power. Yeah. Because I think that's what is really that that's what is really, really shocking is Mm -hmm. when you are a, a woman in a position of power and the person who is you are overseeing Mm -hmm. you're making the decision yeah, is being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. That's what's that's what's happening there, and that's why it's upsetting. Yeah, it's really disrespectful. Yeah, they are physically disrespecting. Yeah, but but the thing, but just not throwing shade. It 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 is a frustrating to us because we're on the receiving end of it. Right. But I think it goes back to the same to the same thing. You know, we're, it's how we raise, uh, neither one of us have kids, but it is how we raise not just boys, girls, everyone. It's how we grow together. And, and if you create a community where women don't know things and where our only asset is that we look pretty. Right then you're going to get stuff like that and you're going to lose out. You were going to lose out at the end of the day because the conversation that's possible when two people respect each other yeah. is exponentially greater. The content, the work, the discoveries, the, the, the massive world changing opportunities and policies that can come out of a room full of just people yeah. talking and working it out in a respectful environment yeah. is I mean, we can't even imagine that because right. it's not possible right now, but it's, it's so much better than if we come into a room where you've got half of the people thinking that the other half doesn't have anything to bring to the table. Right. It's wild. It's wild to me. And, and that's, that's just, that's not to say that I haven't, I have supervised a, a lot. Of, actually, I've, and you know what? I've supervised a hefty mix Mm-hmm. It really, I was going to say, I've supervised a, a lot of guys that are great. And I have. Mm-hmm. And I currently have an intern right now who's awesome. Great. He's awesome. Yay. But not six months ago, I supervised an intern who was terrible. Yeah. And defiant. And speaking down to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm the head producer and writer for this thing. It, it's hit or miss. And I think that's what the point is it's like you don't know you don't know whether this person is going to be respectful or this person is going to be problematic and I don't have that same experience with women yeah um well it's different because we're we're women so I think I mean I've I've worked with some challenging women um both as colleagues and as superiors. Um, I think with women, sometimes we are afraid there's not enough seats at the table. Mm -hmm. 
and so we we fight against each other to make sure that so we fight against each other to make sure that we get that one seat at the table. Right. Um, but that, that is not, uh, people are people. And um, I think it's exciting that we, you know, we just, we just have to continue to adjust the narrative. People are not bad for being this way. And I would wager they genuinely do not know. They don't know. They don't know they're doing it. Um, and that's fine. Now we we just have to all be open to to See. a new perspective. Gosh, there's so much more possible. Yeah. Like female accomplishments that have never been recognized. Did you know it was a woman that trained um fighter pilots in Israel when no one else would after World War II. Interesting. So Israel wanted to be able to protect themselves, obviously, you know, whatever your views are politically like they they wanted to be able to protect themselves right and no one would uh agree to train a fleet or anything a woman a woman from america went and was actually put on trial for it when she came back oh wow yeah but nobody knows about that story interesting um yeah in honor of it was in (laughs) terms right in terms of how that translates onto the screen, did you see the Charlie's Angels? Good morning, Angels. Good morning, Charlie. I really loved the imagery in this trailer because it's just unapologetically cheesy action movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. It has the quips. It has everything we love about just like an action movie a popcorn summer action movie yeah it's felt lighthearted. it felt cheeky yeah but it the women weren't there were no close-up butt shots there were no you know they were tough yeah and also it was like tough from a woman's perspective it's very nuanced like yeah like when i watch the overcompensation in in superhero movies of yeah. like and the, the, woman, the women can't the women can't be sex they're either gonna be sexy we can't have them be sexy more so they've just got to be asexual they've mm-hmm. got to be asexual and wear some wear a turtleneck and they've got to be like they can't be the smart. love interest or they can't well they are like they're either really really smart and badass or they're or they're very very sexy it's like an overcompensation and like this is something that like Beyonce does really well that women respond to. It's like she is very sexual, but there's something empowering. Empowering about there's it. There's a difference between like lascivious and lewd versus empowering. There's a big, big difference when you are being objectified yeah. and when you are owning something. Being celebrated. Yeah. Almost. When it's yours to give versus having someone tell you to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it. Every shot in this trailer to me seemed, felt like Wonder Woman to me. Mm-hmm. And that like, just the way that it's shot and the way that you're looking at these women. I mean, that last shot where they stand up and they're, they're in their like typical three person mm-hmm. pose. I was like, I got chills. I was yeah. like, yeah, I that's have, it. I have one issue. Oh no, what? I think there is an 
opportunity that was missed slightly in terms of body image. Mm. I felt like the girls are all tiny. Oh, really? They're very tiny, which is great. Not that tiny people can't be strong, but I would have liked to have seen a more diverse landscape of body size. Oh, interesting. As as a show that is celebrating women, I think See, strength I comes kinda, in many sizes. I mean, I do. I 100% agree with that. And... I did feel like it was. I I looked at the the boat those bodies and I was like, oh thank God they're like at least kind of normal. I didn't. I thought they were all really skinny. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I felt that they looked. I was like, I felt that they looked athletic. But maybe that's just because they I'm comparing like skinny athletic. I thought like they didn't. They looked like Tomb Raider to me. The new one. Yeah. I did not think that she strong. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah, I did not think that was... Um... Plus, I, I didn't really like The Last Tomb Raider because I felt like it was uh, a little victim-y to me. Mm. Um, the way the fights were choreographed, they were all about her being small and having the crikey kicked out of her mm-hmm. um, for a really long time. And then she overcomes. Um, I would be interested to know who directed that. Um, anyway, I, I, I think it's an incredible film. I think it's, I cannot wait to see that movie, but I think that, um, it, it would be really cool to have, have a, have a person in the mix that was, you know, a normal sized person. Yeah. Or actually normal. What, What did you think about Wonder Woman? The women in that? There were a lot of, I, of whatever they're called that were Amazons? like, yeah, CrossFitters, like that kind. I, that's the, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. There was a, there was a body of women in that film that were of every shape and size. And, and it made sense for that, for what they were doing. Correct. So, yeah. because it was like, they were training, they they were they are warriors right they looked like warriors right i'm i'm not saying that they need a charlie's angel that looks like she's roided up right but i think it would be interesting to show a young person that is fit but weighs more than mm-hmm. 100 pounds mm. i just think there's an opportunity there in a world where we still deal with with social media and all the body image issues that we have, I think it would be really cool to add a person into the mix that is fit, but normal. Well, I don't know what normal is, but like fit, but not, uh, that is just larger than the girls that I, that I saw in the trailer. Interesting. That's what I would say. Okay. Okay. So, but I, I think it's incredible. I can't wait to see it, hands yeah. down. I think it's super exciting. I think she did an incredible job. I can't wait to see that. And you know what else is great? <laughs> I loved The Last Charlie's Angels, but there's a lot of, like, kitschy comedy in it. It's kind of, I don't know, like the spaghetti western oh, of yeah, an yeah. action thing. Yeah. I love that this is really, like, yeah. an, this is an action film. Right. It's awesome. It's no shade because I think Drew, Lucy Liu, and Cameron right. did a great job. But this is an action film. I love it. Yeah, really and I, cool. I, I like that it's not the Born series, yeah. but it's like I like that it is still cheeky. Like yeah. there's still those like lame jokes in there that it's like yeah, 
I love phosphorus. Oh. Yeah, but it's not on, on the it. nose. Yeah. Right, are you hitting on a you know, hot nerd? Yeah. There's another closet in here. Like, that is cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's not cheesy to where I'm like, it's not like Captain Marvel cheesy where I was mm-hmm. like. <laughs> it's not that, like, it's not cringy cheesy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, this is a blockbuster yeah. summer. This is exactly what what I expect it to be and what I want it to be and it's fun and it's lighthearted and it's like also it's just fun yeah I loved it I think it's gonna be amazing I am super excited about uh Kristen Stewart yeah that is a role I have never seen her play and she's like I loved her oh my gosh Twitter is going crazy over her yeah they should she's super strong in it and that makes me really happy because most of the roles I've seen her in have been like quiet conflicted and Mm -hmm tormented in some way they also like really really love that she is dressing and exuding a lesbian energy love it and it like i don't know if we've seen that before in an action it's awesome hero have we i don't know i can't say that i can't say that because i don't know that for sure Mm. but i think twitter's going like crazy yeah like she was trending more than the trailer was trending yeah she's amazing in it she's really amazing i can't wait to see it i'm super excited and i'm super excited to be excited about her yeah because i feel like she's definitely underrated in this industry and i'm super happy for her good for you good for you Kristen. good for you Kristen. we love you and she's also sporting some blonde hair in this yeah hashtag blonde jokes yeah Mm -hmm. uh-huh uh-huh well, on that note. On that note. Are we uh, going to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up and get ready for our sketch shoot this weekend. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for um, going on the journey with us. Yoo-hoo! Um, if you want to see some footage of us at that conference, you can go to our YouTube channel. Yes. It's YouTube.com slash Blonde Jokes The Series. Mm-hmm. Blonde Jokes The, the series. series. Follow us on Instagram at The Blonde Jokes. Um, Patreon! You can check us out on Patreon at The Blonde Jokes. And Instagram. Did we say Instagram? Oh, we said Instagram. Said we're on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. We're on Facebook. All the Facebook. Yes! We're on Facebook. We're on all of the places. Um, but the easiest one to find is our Instagram at The Blonde Jokes. And you can be directed. Click throughs there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Watch jokes. Watch jokes. Stop Entertainment Podcast Network. Entertainment and culture. Artist owned. Fan supported.